And I say, I figured it out, but you're gonna have to eat more and exercise less. And she looks at me and she goes, what are you crazy? There's no way I'm gonna do that. Girl, you've got questions. Questions about your body and how to feel good in it, about your hormones and how to keep them in check. Questions about your sex life and your whole health. Can you imagine having a best girlfriend who was also a triple board certified OBGYN? A girlfriend doctor you could call and ask or tell her anything. Someone who could show you how to live any stage of life before, during, or after menopause in a big, bold, and beautiful way. Well, friends, I'm your girlfriend doctor. I believe you were meant to flourish and shine, to embrace life and awaken to all its possibilities. Let's get there together. Welcome to our show. Thermogenesis, what does it mean to you? Are you tired of having a metabolic stall, being weight loss resistant, hitting that plateau, and you feel like you're doing everything right? Well, there's a state called thermogenesis or getting into the thermogenic state that puts you in that fat burning mode. And it's harder to get there the older we get for both women and men. And, um, and I've heard from so many women that they're, they're doing better. They're getting in shape with uh, the keto green plan and and then they hit a plateau, but they also want to bring their guy along with them. So the fat dad bod syndrome, it's, it's troublesome and it hurts our ego. It hurts the performance, right? And I, I hear that from so many guys as well. So I'm excited to be here with you. And our guest today is an expert in really breaking that weight loss plateau using the trilogy of nutrition, cardio, and weight and how important that is. Sue is a friend of mine. He has been in the fitness industry for over 20 years and has worked with celebrities from around the country. He specializes in this area to get you burning fat 24-7. So I wanted to bring him on. His story, I mean, he suffered with anorexia in his teens. And then when he overcame his eating disorder, he realized he wanted to help people create their perfect body in a healthy, sustainable way. And, and he's amazing. You'll hear his heart-centered, our heart-centered conversation and learn about his quadrant approach to um, getting into the thermogenic state and getting into fat burning. I know you'll love this episode. Let me introduce you. Welcome, Stu. It's great to have you here on my Girlfriend Doctor show. It's been a long time coming and we've got a lot to talk about. How are you today? Oh my gosh, I'm so good and I'm so excited to be here too. It's going to be fantastic. Well, I'm just reflecting now as I sit here talking with you and looking at you is that when we were um, recently in California, uh, a month or so ago, and I was working out with Deborah Atkinson in the gym, and you were there, and we were watching your workouts and getting some tips and help. And, <laughs> uh, it was just fun to interact and work out with you guys. I, you know, I heard after that workout, I heard for three days, just so you know. Oh, okay. I was a, it was an intense workout. You guys were having fun too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it was really nice. Um, it was good to be there and good to see you working out and really and in your element and and Deborah, I, I still um, hate her for that, but it was good. It was good. No. 
love her for that and love you for that too. So, so let's go, I want to, you know, hit, there are really, we hit this metabolic plateau, right? We hit this decrease in ability to build muscle mass. And this is true, especially for menopausal women, but it's really true for everyone as we hit near and surpass the golden age of 50. And so I, I want to dig into that a little bit and, and really dive into your expertise, expertise in thermogenesis. And, and let's, let's hit on what that is and why it's so important to understand. Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned thermogenic, uh, thermogenesis, but I, I always, you may see it if anyone looks, I always call it the thermogenic state. So either way, that's what it's called. And uh, I actually kind of oddly discovered this in 2009. I had a woman who came to me, who wanted to lose weight. And I remember it clearly, I was actually finishing my lunch, which happened to be chicken, a chicken breast with rice and uh, guacamole that day. And I hear a knock on my door in the office, in the gym. And I look up and there's this woman who's still sweating, you know, and her face is still red. And she's saying, I really need to lose weight. And I've tried everything and I can't lose weight. And I'm thinking, okay, at the time I was a relatively new trainer. And honestly, I was a little bit uh, arrogant. I hate to admit it. But I thought in my mind, what all trainers think. And all trainers think, okay, you just reduce calories and you increase the exercise and that's how you lose weight. And so she had said, I had tried Adkins, I had tried um, fasting, I tried the zone diet, the Mediterranean diet, the South Beach diet. I mean, she listed everything and I still was convinced, okay, she's probably just still getting too many calories. Well, lo and behold, I talk her into working with me. Five weeks later, she hasn't lost a pound and, and I'm devastated and she's devastated. I'm thinking I might as well give up the profession. I thought I knew what I was doing. Now she was working out 60 to 90 minutes every single day and she was eating less than, she was eating between 1,000 and 1,100 calories. I mean, and she was starving and had cravings and all this stuff. So I go on this two-week research quest, deep dive, and at about day 10, I figure out what's going on. There's something called repressed metabolic syndrome. And essentially what happens is if you diet too much, too, different, too many different diets or too extreme of diets or diet too long and you're over-exercising, what happens is the body essentially shuts down and instead of burning fat, what happens is it starts burning muscle and storing fat and it makes it virtually impossible to lose weight. So I go back to Ashley and I say, Ashley, I figured it out, but you're going to have to eat more and exercise less. And she looks at me and she goes, what are you crazy? There's no way I'm going to do that. No way. I'm going to gain so much weight. Now, she had had a pattern where she could lose three to five pounds, but then she'd put it back on. And then over the course of a year, she'd put on maybe 10 pounds additional. And over the last six years, she had put on around 50 pounds. And she was, she was just so frustrated. So I said, let's try it for a week. If you gain even one pound, we'll stop, but just try it for a week. It took me an hour to convince her. She said, okay. At the end of the week, she was down two pounds. And I'm thinking, this is fantastic. Well, she's not excited because she'd done that before. So she's like, okay, this is just my normal cycle. Well, then the next week, she's down another two. And then again and again and again and another and another and another. And after 12 weeks, she had lost 37 pounds of fat. And she goes, oh my, she go, how, she go, how is this possible? I said, it's because we put your body into the thermogenic state. We fed it the way it's supposed to be fed so it could, it could activate the body's fat burning mechanism 
we decreased your workouts so you weren't overstressing the body and everything worked perfectly. Well, then I thought, Anna, holy cow, if it worked for Ashley, who was like, it was almost impossible for her to lose weight. Then I thought to myself, well, how would it work for my regular clients who are already losing weight? So I said, let me try it with them. So I tried it with them. And so what happened was they started losing weight almost twice as fast. And now because they got to eat so much more and work out so much less, their cravings vanished. Their energy went through the roof. Their mental clarity went through the roof. They, they were like, this is fantastic, Stu. We can keep this up forever. We don't feel deprived. We don't feel like we're restricting. And we have so much more time because we're not spending hours a day in the gym. It was incredible. And so that's how I figured out this thermogenics. So let's talk about that. So when they were, you know, eating less and exercising more, what state, like what was happening to their metabolism? And now that they're eating more of the right foods at the right times and, and exercising less, what, um, you know, let, let's talk about that. And we can simplify it though. And this is what I've spent the last thir 12, 13 years doing is uh, there's something I use called the food quadrant. And let me break that down. Essentially, there's four components to nutrition for optimizing your health, losing weight, burning off body fat, and really creating the body you want and being in control of your body. If you were to picture like a big plus sign, you have four little quadrants around that plus sign. And so the first quadrant is what you eat. The second is how much you eat. Now, most diets, that's where they start and stop. And quite honestly, if those are the only two components that you focus on, you have two options. You can either restrict foods or you can restrict calories and that's it. On the other side of the food quadrant, you have something that's when to eat certain foods during the day and when not to eat certain foods during the day. Now that's different from fasting. Fasting is, has a time slot for when to eat. This is what foods should you be eating in the morning or versus the afternoon versus the evening and what foods should you not eat in the morning or the afternoon or the evening. And then the last piece is how to combine the right foods at each meal in order to have the right chemical reaction with your body where it can not only cause your body to go thermogenic, where your body starts burning fat, literally like a furnace, but also it normalizes your body, it normalizes your thyroid, it normalizes your hormones, it normalizes your blood sugar, insulin, all those things at the same time. That's where the real magic happens is combining those four, um, those four pieces of the food quadrant. And I remember, I remember there was a client who, and I'm in Colorado, so it's really, we have a lot of healthy people here. And this one woman came and she was, she said, she swore she was 48 and she swore her hormones were off. I had, she, or she had a thyroid issue or whatever, because no matter what she tried, she had to, she had 15 pounds left to lose. She had been trying for seven years to lose them. She couldn't get them to budge. And I said, I can do it. I know how to do this. And she kind of scoffed and she's like, <laughs> she goes, fine. If you, she goes, if you can do it, then I'll, I'll pay you. And she kind of said, I'm not going to pay you unless you get results. And I said, fine. But if we get results, what's it worth to you? You know, that kind of a thing. And uh, the first month she dropped four pounds. By the end of eight weeks, she had dropped the 15. And she was like, OMG, Stu. She goes, if I'd have known it would have been this easy, I would have done this way a long time ago. This is insane. And it's because we really focused on not just what she was eating or how much, but when and how to combine those foods. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, especially like, you know, of course, I have the keto green lifestyle. It's not just about what we eat. But sometimes I say it's only 25% about what we eat, but what we think, 
when we eat, you know, how we're feeling when we eat, who we're eating with, <laughs> mm-hmm. and certainly, certainly the, the time of day and, and how often and all of those things that come into play. So I'm excited about this. And, mm-hmm. and so you're shifting their metabolism by looking at these four quadrants. And that's a mm-hmm. nice visual to have. And you can think of that four square and put each of those items in that quadrant. And our listeners can do the same right now. And so looking, looking at that and addressing the individual, like walk us, walk us through the process. Okay. And you need to write a book, by the way, Stu. I'm waiting <laughs> for your book. I have a book. It's right here. Wait, the Novo method. <laughs> yeah, awesome. it goes. It's right here. It's just jam packed. So this is good stuff. Um, Wait, when did that book come out? How that, this book, that? you know, this book secretly came out. I think in two thousand and eleven, two thousand fourteen. It secretly came out, but I haven't. It's like it's like an underground that my clients get, but has never been released officially. So um, that's because so this works so well. It, yeah, it's so. The easy four quadrant method to break every weight loss plateau. That's you great. Title it differently. But anyway, <laughs> okay. you guys, we're going to work on some marketing for Stu here. He's brilliant, and he's he's just so passionate about what he does and helping people. And it's just like, you know, like I, I was talking before we went on about the fat dad bod, and I really want the guys to come along the journey with the women. And it's it is amazing and beautiful to see when couples do this together. But, um, you know, this works just as well, if not, I would say if it works like for a menopausal woman, it works two, three, four times as well for a man. Mm-hmm. And so we really, you know, this is something you can, you do, you can do as a family. This is healthy. Well, and the best part for the men is they get to eat so much. And so when you eat, when you get to eat a lot, it's easy to maintain because you feel full you have tons of energy and you, your cravings go away because you're eating a lot. You get, and you get to eat foods you like. You know, It's not like a lot of these diets where you, you are re- so restricted or you just, you're starving all the time. And so that's, it makes a huge difference, especially men. Men love to eat, you know? I mean. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So look at this. And, and uh, so you talk about the three food mistakes 68% of women are making mm-hmm. that cause fatigue, weight gain, and anxiety. And they're are two things that works in all of your clients that help them mm-hmm. lose those two to three pounds, sleep better and clear the brain fog. So mm-hmm. give us give us those tweaks and we're gonna, everyone write this down. Okay, great, yeah. So the three mistakes, and this, this will all go back to the food quadrant, but this is a great question because it's, we're now going to apply some of the food quadrant here. The, the first mistake that I see a lot of people make when they try to lose weight and this has happened so many times for me where I'll have a, I'll, I used to work in a health club and this particular health club had a lot of women. And this, I think, I feel like this mistake is mostly a mistake women make for whatever reason. And I would, women would come to me all the time and they'd say the same thing. I'm eating healthy. I, I just can't lose weight. And I, and I would say, well, let me see what you're eating. And when they would write down three days worth of food, like a, a do food diary, I would say, aha. And it was always the same three mistakes. Number one, their snacks were fruit. Okay. So they would have fruit as a snack. Well, a lot of people don't know this, yeah. but That's when you eat so fruit by itself, it has the same impact on your body as eating a cookie. <laughs> and so these women were eating all these fruits 
during the day thinking, I'm eating healthy food. This is going to be great. I'm going to lose weight. And it was actually causing them to gain weight because fruit, although it's a healthy food, has the same insulin response as a cookie. And so it's sugar. And if you don't eat it at the right time of day and you don't combine it with the right foods, you're, you're going to cause your body to gain weight. Okay. So that was the mistake. Number one, I always saw mistake. Number two, I always saw is they were eating carbs at dinner. And this goes into the timing component. When your body is at the, in, in the evening, when your body's getting ready, we're, we're, we're mammals, Anna. And so we have these sleep cycles and our melatonin kicks in and our body starts slowing down around four o'clock in the afternoon to get ready for our sleep cycle. Otherwise, we'd have to eat every two hours. We'd have to wake up and go to the bathroom and drink water and we wouldn't be able to sleep for a full eight to 10 hours or however many hours people get. And so our body slows down. Well, carbohydrates are like pumping raw energy into the body. And so when you eat carbohydrates at night, it, the body goes, well, I have no, I don't, I'm not, I don't need this energy. They have, it has nothing to do with the food, so it stores it as fat. So even though they'd be eating healthy carbs, maybe brown rice or sweet potato or something like that, they were still pumping in all this energy and it would cause them to gain fat. So honest to God, I had a client and not even a client. This was a person in the gym that I kept seeing repeatedly. And one day I did a workshop on abs and she, and she said, I, I, I really, I've hit a plateau. And this is what I heard all the time. She goes, I hit a plateau. I go, well, what are you eating? And I said, take the carb out of your dinner. Just do that. And in one week she dropped five pounds just from doing that. And she said, oh my gosh. I said, yeah, that, that's just it's like, you got to know, you got to have someone who knows how the body works. Uh, in addition, what most people also don't know, and they shouldn't know this because no one teaches it, is your, you become more insulin resistant towards the end of the day than in the beginning of the day. So the kinds of foods you eat in the morning should be different than the afternoon and should be different than the evening. So the biggest, the other biggest mistake, so we got fruit, we got eating carbs at night. And the third mistake that, me, that people are making, and especially women, especially women, is they're not getting a good, complete protein at every meal. And let me explain what that means. There's different types of proteins. If you were to look at a bag of almonds, you would look at the nutrition label and it would say protein, but it's a different kind of protein. It's what's called an incomplete protein. And the reason it's called incomplete is because plant proteins don't have the entire amino acid profile like animal proteins do say fish or chicken or, or red meat or things like that. And so a lot of vegetarians and vegans, they struggle because you have to combine a bunch of different animal proteins together to plant form a complete together. protein. And when you do that, a lot of times it really skews that combination and it can be very difficult for the body to burn fat. And women fall prey to this more than men because men, for some reason, we just like to eat meat, most of us. That's a stereotype. But most men I've met, they love meat, all right? And a lot of women I've met are more like, how oh, should I go plant-based? I don't eat a lot of meat. I, I, and, and a lot of women tend to struggle to get enough protein. And so if, if a woman's listening right now, if you're listening, if you increase and make sure you have a complete protein at every meal, you cut a, any carbohydrates out of dinner if you're eating carbohydrates, and you make sure you never snack on fruit, that alone, those three changes, 
you would probably lose five to 10 pounds just from doing that. And you'd probably drop two to five pounds the first week. Yeah, no, I love that. And thank you for that. And it does emphasize, you know, in our, in the keto green way, it is about, you know, intermittent fasting and no snacking in general. And then again, like when we are in this, we're doing the same thing all the time. We need to change it up, right? You need to change it up. And that, that creates that metabolic flexibility. And so these tips really, again, so many, uh, you know, people making, making those mistakes. And again, once in a while, but it depends, you know, it, it may be needed. I sometimes I encourage women who are having a hard time sleeping to have a sweet potato in the evening, but I want that to be like five or 6 p.m., not late night eating, right? Mm-hmm. And so that can make a really big difference. We have to incorporate it. When we're hitting that weight loss plateau, we've got to just, just knock that out, really knock that out. Well, night sweats, hot flashes, tossing, turning, covers on, covers off is are one of the first signs that a woman who is approaching menopause experiences. Soon after, you may experience brain fog, fatigue, crashing fatigue, weight gain despite not doing anything different, as well as a decrease in libido. Well, that's when you want to definitely get on Mighty Maca Plus. Through over 10 years of clinical experience and hundreds of physicians that recommend this combination of superfoods that taste great, but they do the job. It is without a doubt the number one supplement you should be taking and trying. 100% risk-free, I want you to try it. So um, go to dranna.com and use the code SHOW10 to get 10% off your first order. let's talk about now those three tips are really powerful what about getting into this thermogenic state so the getting into the thermogenic state is really quite uh it's really fun and i'll tell you why because once you get into it you have so much flexibility with what you can eat and your body it really it flips it flips from easily gaining weight like oh my gosh if i look at a piece of bread i gain weight and it's hard to lose and it flips it and you go, man, I'm losing weight fast. And man, I, I just cheated and I barely gained any weight. And it comes right back off because your body's burning like a furnace. In fact, I just had a client. This is so funny. Her name's Kathy. She's in New York. And she goes, Stu, she's, she, she hasn't been able to lose weight for 15 years. And in the first three weeks, she lost 10 pounds. And she goes, Stu, I know this sounds weird, but I kind of feel hot. And I said, that's a good sign, Kathy, because that means your body is going thermogenic. It literally cranks up the heat and your metabolism from the inside out. And so when I say you burn fat like a furnace, you do. You, you, you actually get warmer uh, because everything is heating up and speeding up inside out. Um, now, you do that by a blend of three things, nutrition, weight training, and cardio. Okay. Now, the yeah, fourth thing. I see your Zen diagram yeah. behind you. Yeah, it's right here. Perfect. So there's one fourth thing that's not on the Venn diagram, and that's mindset. All this fall within the mindset, and you had mentioned that earlier. And I just want to make sure I don't neglect it. But we're talking about the physical components right now, and that's nutrition, which is number one, by far more important than the other two. Then weight training, which is even more important than cardio. Okay, so those are the three. Now, what we this was really cool. There's a study done in 1997, the biggest study of its kind. 54,000 participants from coast to coast for 100 days. And what they were looking at is what's the optimum amount 
to exercise for health and weight loss. And not particularly just weight loss, but specifically fat loss. And what they found was that three days a week of weight training was optimum. Fourth yielded no additional benefits. Five and six and seven days a week of weight training actually worked against you. It was too much. And one and two days, there was noticeably less uh, results than the three days. So three days was optimum. And they found out that you really only had to work out with weights for about 30 minutes. So 30 minutes, three days a week with weights. So then they looked at the cardio. Well, what's the optimum cardio? Is it six days a week for an hour or seven days a week? They weren't sure. And they found similarly that if you're doing the three days a week of weight training, you really also only need three days a week of cardio for about 30 to 45 minutes, but no longer than that. And the cardio and the weights, neither of them had to be very extreme in any way. So there was, you didn't have to do hit, you didn't have to do sprinting or running or anything like that. You didn't have to do power lifting. It was really simple, straightforward uh, exercise. And what they found was that yielded the best results. And we're talking 30 to 40 to 50 pounds of fat loss in a 100 day period. So not just like a pound a week, but maybe closer to two, three or four pounds a week of fat loss, of body fat loss, which is that's really essentially as fast as you can go with body fat loss without losing muscle. So essentially when you weight train and you do the right kinds of exercises three days a week for 30 minutes and you do cardio without doing it too hard so you avoid overstressing the body, the other three days for 30 minutes, we're talking three hours a week, Anna, total and one day completely off, and then you apply this food quadrant that, that you and I have been talking about, your body goes into a thermogenic state and things happen. Your body literally optimizes and you start burning fat. Fat, 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 you start burning, burning, burning like a furnace, you preserve your muscle. Now, why is this important? A lot of women are listening and they're probably thinking, I don't want muscle, I don't wanna look big. Well, in the olden days, and you've been around, so you know this, a lot of women would say, okay, I'm going to cut calories and I'm going to do cardio to lose weight. And then they'll lose the weight and they go, this is weird. I don't look like I thought I would look. I look kind of soft and flabby. What is going on here? Well, what we realized was that when you do the weight training and you eat correctly and you burn body fat, then when you lose the weight, you end up looking tight, firm, and toned. And that is what every single woman I've ever talked to wants to look like. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm just laughing here because you're like, you know, Dr. Anna, you've been around. I'm like, yeah, I've been around. <laughs> Way back when I was 13, I went with my mom to Elaine Powers. If anyone oh, yeah. remembers Elaine Powers. And I did Jane Fonda at home and Denise Austin. Oh, I love Denise Austin. She was great, right? And, and like, and I've been through, you know, the, I've been through you know, a love-hate relationship with working out my entire life, you know, mostly do it because I have to. And I love how I feel when I leave the gym, but I never, ever, rarely ever want to go. And, but lately I got hooked on um, this infrared uh, hot yoga and infrared hot sculpt classes, power sculpt classes. And it's an hour in intense heat, 97 degrees, if not more, but infrared. And you're, you know, like, it's just pour out sweat and it's such an adrenaline lift and you know epinephrine boost like when I leave there I'm like I'm you know I'm like feeling drained but yet exhilarated I just really pumped up I was doing it so often I think it really just it, I went over like there's that hump too yeah right 
you're like, oh my God, this is amazing, amazing. And you keep at it. And yet your body's like, uh-uh, you know, you've just <laughs> turned the wrong corner here. You've overdone it in a way. And since like, I've really been, you know, traveling a bit and then just so, you know, off of that, um, instead of five, six days a week, you know, one or two, three days a week right now, um, and sleeping in instead of getting up at 5.30 to go work out, I, I lost five pounds. I mean, it's crazy. I'm like, damn, damn. Cause I'm so, I was so addicted to it. I'm like, oh, you know, I love it. And, mm-hmm. um, and that recognizing too, cause as, as you say, and um, Deborah Atkinson, I did, I did strong karma only to committing to two days of weight bearing, weight lifting exercises a week. I did strong karma into just two days of that. But um, I hear what you're saying. I hear your three and, 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 you know, um, and, um, and that's really important. Building muscle is so important as we get old. And I will say it burns weight when you sleep. It burns calories when you sleep. So listening, tuning into your body and listening in. I know so many women have been addicted to certain forms of exercise, but, but changing it up and having that balance. So let's talk about that, like not doing the same thing all the time. And then I'd love for us as we're nearing the end of this interview, I'd love for uh, uh, you to close with, what a day in our life should look at like, you know, especially mm. incorporating these um, practices into our lives. So repeat the first question. I know I tend to do that. My kids tell me that all the time. Can you just <laughs> give me one thing to do at a time instead <laughs> of six or seven. And uh, <laughs> so um, the biggest thing is the, the changing things. Oh up. yeah. Okay. So changing it up. Um, this is funny because there's a lot of myths around this and I think it really throws people off. And, and I always, my philosophy is I always try to do things as simply as possible because if you're feeling spunky, you can always go a little bit more complex, but most people, they feel overwhelmed anyway. And so with the eating or the exercise, I always try to go from a simple point of view, a simple place. Um, and that's so, so when you change things up, here's the point. It doesn't have to be big changes, okay? It could be changing the order of exercises that you do in a workout. It could be changing the body parts that you train each day. So let's say you were doing a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you were doing like an upper, lower, upper, or something like that. You could do lower, upper, lower. That change would be enough. So subtle changes are all that are really required but, but still doing, finding ways to change it. You could change the reps that you do. You could change how f- quickly you go through an exercise. You can change the kind of cardio. Maybe you're doing walking. Maybe you could change it to doing stairs or uh, an elliptical or, or things like that. And then with the eating, you know, this is really interesting. And you probably know a lot about this. Um, our body, if you eat the same thing too often, I don't know why the body does this the body gets kind of over exposed to something and creates antibodies. So then you can develop food sensitivity. So if you're like the kind of person who's like, I eat chicken for every meal because it's the lean meat poultry that'll help you lose weight. Well, over time, your body may actually develop a resistance to chicken. And so even if you switch to simply something like turkey, which is almost the same, but it's still different or um, I would just intervene with the issue of chicken, right? Considering it a weight loss food, but it really can cause weight loss resistance because it's, it's high in linoleic acid, like in sub, 
safflower oils, nut oils, seed oils, things like that. So we really want to limit that. And so maybe it's the chicken that's also contributing to the weight loss resistance too. I'm just finding that when we switch that out, there's been, there's multiple benefits. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, but even like switching to turkey or fish or uh, different kinds of fish, if you're always eating salmon and you try halibut or vice versa, or you, you know, just simple things like that are all that's required. You don't have to make a huge shift. And so a lot of people, I think, get a little bit deterred from doing changes because they're, they got kids. They have a work schedule. They got the kids' school and sports schedule, and they're doing everything just to keep it together. And they're like, oh, I can't change. It's just complicated enough already. And I'm, what I'm saying is, you don't have to make big changes. You could do your same workouts, but change the order of exercises or change the reps or et cetera, what, what we just talked about. And oftentimes that can be enough of a change that it shocks the body. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. All right. And then my. Next question is um, a day in the life, like how, what's the carving out? They would say, we're coming to you for the first time. We're mm -hmm. coming to the amazing Stu Schaefer. And we're like, Stu, you know, like I've been weight loss resistant. Help me bust this plateau. <laughs> and my <laughs> light just fell <laughs> Here we go. This yeah. is a, a very unique question because it really depends on the individual. Okay. If, if you were to go to a coach and they said, Oh, you just have to do this. I would probably run away from that coach because they really have like a one size fits all, which usually doesn't work. A good coach will look at you and say, there's three things that make what I call the sweet spot. One is, do you know, it's going to work? Two is, do you like it? And three is, does it fit your lifestyle? Okay. And those if it doesn't do those three, either you're not going to get great results or you're not going to be able to keep your results. All right. It could be the best program in the world, Anna. But if I told you, you have to exercise two hours a day and you have to eat chicken, broccoli all day, you'd say, I hate that. It's not, <laughs> I could do it for a week, but it's maybe won't last longer than that. And it just won't work. So it, I have right now about 15, let's say different clients and they each have a very different protocol because of what kinds of foods they like, of their schedule, of their body. Some have Hashimoto's, some, one has Wegener's, which is an autoimmune. One has no thyroid at all. Um, some are you know, in their 50s, a couple of them are in their 70s, a couple of them are in their 30s, and it's just different. Let me give you, if you if, so let me just explain. If someone came to me and they said, I'm eating one meal a day and I'm never hungry, and I can't lose weight, and, I've, and I get kind of tired in the, uh, in the afternoon. This is a client, by the way, that came to me not long ago, so I'm gonna use her as a case study. And I've been trying to lose weight for eight years, and I can't even lose a single pound. What I would do is say, okay, let, I want you to actually eat two or maybe even three times a day and build into that slowly, and, we're gonna, and I'm gonna sprinkle in the right combination of foods for you most likely more protein, looking at how much you know, you're getting at each meal so that it's not too much. If it's too much of anything, your body won't be able to assimilate it and it ends up storing it as fat. So we can't, we gotta ride at the threshold but not cross the threshold. And this person, keep in mind, has zero appetite and their body has like major repressed metabolic syndrome. I mean, their metabolism, probably nothing. And then what we're gonna do is probably focus on getting into the workouts in a gentle way 
so that they don't overstress their body. Now, generally after a couple weeks, Anna, they'll say to me, I'm starting to get hungry. And I say, this is a good sign. This means your metabolism is starting to rev up and you're starting to burn more. And then we'll increase their portions a little bit or increase the frequency of meals so that they can, um, like I said, they don't get all their nutrition in one or two meals and it's so much that their body can't absorb it. We break it into a little bit more absorbable chunks and then we would increase their exercise to a very sustainable level. Usually 30 minutes, six days a week, a blend of weights and cardio and the right frequency. And then all of a sudden, they tell me the same thing. Wow. I'm, you know, I just, I, just one woman just signed up from, from the UK with me and she has Hashimoto's. And then the first week she dropped five pounds and she's never had so much energy and she's eating more than she's eaten since she was 18. And she's now 49. And, um, and that's what happens. The body starts functioning the way it's supposed to, and everything starts normalizing and you feel you, you have an appetite you have energy, your cravings go away, and the body starts dropping. And, and that's it. it it's, you don't have to overcomplicate it. The thing that most people make the mistake of is they count calories. You know, we're, we're, both, friends with, we're both friends with JJ, and she always says the thing about your body's not a bank account, it's a chemistry lab, and it's not calorie in, calorie out. Those 99 out of 100 coaches will say it's calorie in, calorie out. You got to find the one out of a hundred coaches that understands the body. And if you lined up 10 of those, maybe only three would legitimately understand the hormone relationship. Like you talk about Anna, uh, the, the chemical reaction, the food causes on insulin and blood and blood sugar and insulin resistance factors and thyroid function. So you're looking at three out of a thousand trainers or coaches who really understand what to do. And the best ones don't complicate it. They make small, easy adjustments that you can easily apply in your life. You so see, you don't have to count this. You don't have to measure this. It's easy. It's simple. And it integrates. So that's what I would do. I would start her off. If she was eating one, we'd go to two, maybe three, break out the nutrition, start getting her thermogenics, uh, start getting her in the thermogenic state, increase the portions, make sure the exercise is on point, that she's not feeling fatigued, that she's feeling good. And then from there, we would make spot changes. Is she getting cravings? Is she hungry at certain parts of the day and not others? What's her body doing? Is she burning body fat? Is she leveled off? Is she maintaining? And based on that, we make tweaks. And that's how any good coach would do it is you have to know the person and make tweaks real time. Yeah, absolutely. And now you have a, a free training offer. Can you talk about that? Oh my gosh, yeah. So Anna, you and I, I mean, I just love you to death. So I told you. Any of your listeners, I'm going to give away my th three best things for free. Well, these aren't my best things. I mean, my best thing is coaching with me, obviously. That's but right. my I was going to say, that's one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> three amazing things, I should say, for free. One is my masterclass, which is a video masterclass. It's short, sweet, to the point, and it's going to go in depth on the food quadrant, the working out with weights and the cardio and how they all come together, give you some case studies so you can see it in action. Number two, you're going to get my fat loss blueprint, 
which talks about this in a, in a blueprint way. So you can download it, read it. It gives you some, uh, sp some workout examples, some more case studies, et cetera. And then third is my thermogenic quiz. You can take my thermogenic weight loss quiz and see if you're putting your body into a thermogenic state or if you're putting it in that catabolic state where it's actually burning muscle and storing fat. So you're going to get all three of those for free. There's no catch. And um, that way you can kind of see and maybe get some success and see some really quick wins and understand that this works so well and it's so amazing. Yeah, no, that's great. And so you guys can get that at dranna.com. So D-R-A-N-N-A.com forward slash stu. Um, so S-T-U. So you guys just make sure to download that, take, care, take uh, Stu's offer. And, and let's see from this class, I, from this podcast and this show that you're listening <laughs> to today, what are, what's one next right step that you can take? You know, I always encourage you to take your one next right step. And what will that be today? Will that be to like explore your food quadrant, your uh, quadrant of thermo, getting into the thermogenic state as, as Sue has discussed? Where uh, is the next step that you can do what is the next step that you can do that will make a big shift in your life and and how powerful how powerful that will be just really embracing yourself and if you've been stuck for a long time we talk about this in plateaus and my book coming out in april is menu pause right because it's the pauses in our life where the magic happens so there are menu pauses that we need to make as well um, and so that's another way to to do that in the meantime because that's not out till april get with the free training because we need to incorporate the physical exercises and doing it the right way that's serving you, that's empowering you, that's making you feel you know, stronger, healthier, firmer, tighter. And, and think of that example and visualize yourself in that state. Those are really powerful addition to what we've talked about here today that I want each and every one of you to embrace. And I'm so grateful to be here, so grateful to have guest on my show like Stu today and I encourage all of you to subscribe to YouTube where you can see us and certainly share and also get the notifications for when we're doing a show and also when I'm going live and I, um, I always love to hear from you because you know I'm the girlfriend doctor and there's no such thing as TMI. You can ask or tell me anything. I am here for you. Thank y'all for being here. And I look forward to next time.